Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. This meeting of the Movie Council is now in session. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Movie Council Podcast. My name is Tim Sherry. I am your host, like I am every week, and I am here with my boys, my bros. We are back for season two. This is season two, episode two. Yeah, two weeks in a row. I don't have a new tagline, guys. I just don't. I'm sorry. I, I just God oh, damn God. it. Do you guys know it's really difficult coming up with random fucking taglines? And I'm gonna be really honest with y'all. I've I've had uh, I've had I've had a rough week. Uh, it's been a rough couple of weeks. I I had I had the Rona scare, of course, because I was I mm. was sick for a couple of weeks. I turns out I didn't have the Rona. And then just a few days ago, I was feeling so much better. My week was Happy going list. great. Yeah, my week was going great. And then a uh, personal note for you guys, Wednesday night, I murdered a deer out on Route 62. Oh, sure. Uh, so that <laughs> was really, shit, yeah. Really? Yeah, so that was a tremendous, a tremendous Wednesday night for me. I uh, got about Yikes. 50 yards up Route 62. And then this cocksucker was just in my headlights. Uh, and then it was over. And he's dead. Um, How's the car? Uh, the car is all right. Awesome. Uh, the license plate flew off. The dealership put it back on for me. Uh, I got some weird alerts popping up now, but they say it's okay. Everything seems to be all right. Some deer brains in the radiator or something. Uh, literally, when I picked up the license plate off the street, there was fur in it. Uh, that was was hard. Uh, when I got out of the car, his legs were still kicking. <laughs> and when I got oh, over Jesus to them, Christ. I apologized to him, and then he died. Uh, right in front of me. So uh, I've been having a really, really wonderful week, especially because you guys know I'm a, I'm a big animal lover. Uh, oh, and I murdered, I murdered that deer. It and, sounded uh, like that one wanted to go. Yeah, it was dark, and he. The first time I saw him, he was just there. He took uh, his own life. He so just, I, I, it's like I, death by a cop. Yeah, I spoke to a police officer. I had to hold back my tears because I didn't want to be called a pussy. And then uh, afterwards, I got back in the car and I called my mom and I sobbed like a nine-year-old girl. That oh. literally happened. Okay, oh. I felt terrible. Uh-huh. Uh, poor prick. Anyways, damn, this, I'm, I'm so sorry. sorry. This is a movie podcast. I just had to get that. This is also cathartic for me. I got to get these things off my fucking chest sometimes. So, uh, that I, I, I honestly feel a little bit better. So, anywho, we are back. Season two, episode two. Season two, episode one was fucking awesome, by the way. We did Badness Madness uh, round one. I'm sorry. Yeah, our biggest fan, the Booker Man, was texting me today, was absolutely in love with that episode. He is so excited for more. But this week, we are taking a break from it. Of course, we don't want to overload you guys on the Badness Madness. So we're breaking down movies again tonight. And speaking of the Booker Man, it was his choice tonight when he sent us an email, some, some ideas. This was his idea. Because a few weeks uh, back we did uh, Critics Love Them, We Hate Them. Tonight we are doing Critics Hate Them, We Love Them. This should be a really, really fun fun episode. Let me swing around the panel and, ep- and uh, introduce my boys like I always do. Like usual, let me kick it off with my COO, my co-founder, my big bro, my, my man, my boy, Andrew Sherry. What's going on, man? How are you? 
I am wonderful. I'm, I'm, I'm trying out impressions. I want to see if you guys guess who I'm going for here. Whatever happened to crazy? Oh, you can't be crazy no more. Is that is that Chris Rock? Correct. Yeah. 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 Come on, let's go. Uh, how when are we were at done? school, they used to put the, the crazy people used to take a little ass bus. They had school at the end of the school. And then they used to get let out at 2.30 instead of 3, just in case they went crazy. Yeah. <laughs> they would yeah, only hurt other crazy kids. Yeah. We, yeah. Uh, AJ, uh, let's, let's focus on uh, how you're feeling about this week's topic. I feel wonderful. I, am, I watched uh, the movie that I had put out there. We're doing, you know, films we love, but the critics hated. Mm-hmm. Well, we liked at least that the critics hated, and I mm. watched the one that I proposed, and I watched the one uh, TW that you threw out at me. So I'm excited. All right, so we're gonna sway it on down to Charlotte for my boy, my boy, my 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 niece's husband, the father of my now great niece. Yeah. Is that what she is? You're a Jesus great uncle. Christ, that's fucked up. He is my director of security, my art director, and again, another amazing movie guy, Mr. Marky Bondurant. What's up, man? Not much, man. I appreciate that. Uh, I do have a question, though, with that deer. Well, yeah. a couple questions. Sure. Was it a buck or a doe? And what do they do with it afterwards? I don't <clears> know. <throat> I don't know the difference. It wasn't a large deer. Uh, so Did it have antlers? Be- uh, no, and he was probably like average size. So he's, or, it was uh, a doe, a deer, a female I, deer. I, I don't know. Array, uh, array, array. Anyways, the police Son. showed up, and the guy Correct. dragged the dead carcass to the side of the road. Uh, as I wept, and mm. uh, <laughs> uh, the yeah. Let's not talk about uh, any more of the deer tonight. It was very upsetting. If you were uh, a little bit further moving south, on. Yeah. if you were a little bit further south, somebody would have stopped with their pickup truck and they would have taken that thing home. Yeah, a couple hey. people stopped. <laughs> Nobody stole them though. But uh, mm-hmm. anywho, uh, let us let me let me kick this over to my my uh, my boy, my uh, podcast creator, my social media mogul, my handsome big bro, and the chief boy toy of the movie council. Mr. Daniel Sherry, what's going on tonight with you, kid? Hey, uh, good dude. I love this podcast. I'm so, <laughs> so happy to be doing it again. And I got to say, so like uh, last week, totally forgot to do this. So uh, we're going to get back on it here. Everybody, hey, if you want to send us an email, send us an email. We're moviecouncilpod at gmail.com. Or you send us an email. On, yeah, hit us up on social media. We're at Movie Council Pod on Twitter and Instagram. And if you do so, so uh, say you send us an email, we will read it on air. So, hey, guess what, guys? We got an email. I'm going to read it on air. Yeah, right. do it. Yes, please. Right. So, here we go. This is our email. It says, Hey, yo, longtime listener, first time caller. Love the podcast. Lots of fun. Keep it going. Looking forward to many more. And don't worry about that cunt HR lady. (laughs) (laughs) But great show. Keep it up. Love it. Nice. So I I did after the cunt HR lady, it says, LOL, just K. 
kidding. She's a great lady. Love her locks. And that was from Cameron Cook, her son. So, Cameron? Oh. <laughs> oh, shit. so that was from Cameron. Cameron, yeah. thank you oh, so much man. for the email, buddy. Oh, yeah. Cameron. Yeah, we, we got a memo coming next week. I'm feeling like, oh, oh boy. Oh, my God, yeah. There will be multiple memos oh, because boy. of that, Cameron. So yeah. thank yeah. you so yeah. much. Yeah, I was supposed to have lunch with her tomorrow, and that's actually not happening now. That might be a good thing. No, yeah, no, <laughs> you're, you're, you're right. better off. Yeah, It, it is a good thing. So. Yeah, that's a good thing. All right, so uh, we got that out of the way, right? DP, yeah. you got anything else for me before uh, we move on? Yeah, actually, I got one more. We got a message on Instagram. You're kidding. So we Holy got shit. Uh, about yeah. Badness Madness. No way. So we got a listener wanted to weigh in on Badness Madness. Uh, okay. This is Rachel, and she says, uh, again, amazingly, first-time caller, long-time listener. <laughs> <laughs> I love her. Unbelievable. We got two of them. Uh, and she says, I'm drunk and need to weigh in on Badness Madness. <laughs> First of all, sending the love for fellow fallen blockbuster soldier. Has now best job ever. So with her there. Uh, secondly, Terminator was the most terrifying movie I've ever seen in my life. I hope the governor wins overall. Even though you have two more brackets to start. The original Terminator was the ultimate bad guy. He stops at nothing. It can't be reasoned with. It doesn't feel pity or remorse <laughs> or fear. And it absolutely will not stop ever until you are dead. How can that be stopped? Hashtag best bad guy. So nice. no thank day. you, That's Rachel. Amazing. That was That's awesome. great. We yes. need more of those. So thank you, Rachel. That's great. Uh, that's a, very that's compelling. an amazing message. Yeah, right? very compelling awesome. argument. Yeah, and you know what? Noted. Noted. Right? Yeah. I'm going to be thinking about that in the next round. She's yeah. absolutely right. And uh, yeah. AJ, AJ, and technically DP, that's a blockbuster fallen soldier right there. Hell uh, you yeah. Guys, you guys I am a, that. That's DP I'm, very briefly. I love that. I did, yeah. Soldier, very briefly. I love that. I'm obsessed with blockbuster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a great message. Uh yeah. She is a she is uh, one of our most loyal listeners. I am not uh, against having her on some night. I think she uh, she knows her shit. Yeah, she's I'm fantastic. Into that. So yeah, she, I'm into she, that. She's 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 a uh, she'd be a she'd be a great. Uh, you know, we, we could even she could be nominated for for a council position. That's how much I. I like I'm into one. that. I'm like into it. that. I would nominate I, her for a council position. You know what? You know what I'm into? I'm into um, um, auditioning people for that fifth role. I am too. I love it. I'm it. into it. I'm into it. It's a great idea. I dig it. So, all right. So, should we move on to the topic this week? Should we do I think it? We're yes, ready sir. to go. Yes, sir. No other cathartic moments. We're just ready to just do this, right? Let's go. So, as I referenced in the intro, uh, we uh, I, I, honestly one of my favorite episodes from season one, and, I, and honestly, I love them all. I really do. I've listened back to a lot of them. One Agreed. of my favorite ones, though, is the uh, critics love them, we hate them episode because we got. Is that some... your mo- Is that your daughter? Is that yeah, my yeah, daughter yeah, over yeah. there? I know. Yeah, that, I can't that, even that remember was... the line. Yeah, that's how horrible <laughs> the movie is. Yeah. Uh, so that was a great episode. We really got the let out in that episode. It's going to be a little opposite. It's the absolute opposite tonight. We're not going to get the let out because we're going to be very positive. Because, to, like I said, tonight is critics hate them we love them these are some under the radar movies that we really love uh i hope you guys listen to the whole thing listen to all the movies we bring up we all picked one for the other person to watch 
uh, even if we have or hadn't seen them already. Uh, we also might, uh, if we have time at the end, we'll have time for some honorable mentions that we'll go over. Cause I, I, I oh, have a for sure. Yeah. And I know you guys oh, do too. There's definitely some good definitely. ones. There's definitely some great movies out there that the critics were just total cunts about and didn't like them, but uh, they're, they're really, really good movies. So um, I think we should kick this off tonight. Uh, AJ, I want you to kick things off tonight. <laughs> my COO, hey, my co-founder, Tell me the movie Marky, you picked. How you doing, Tell me the movie you picked. Tell me who uh, you were paired with. Me, uh, and then uh, tell t- tell so me why. I don't you picked- have to tell you. Or- no, but tell me why you picked the movie. What you think of it, and uh, we'll just we'll get we'll start rapping. Go ahead. So, so the movie that I picked for you to watch was The Beach. Yes, sir. Which came out in two thousand, mm-hmm. and it stars Leonardo DiCaprio and Tilda Swinton. And it's directed by Danny Boyle. Mm-hmm. So it has a lot going for it, right? It came yeah. out 20 years ago, but it's got a lot going for it. Of course. Um, you've seen it. I've seen it. Mm-hmm. Um, I just threw it out there as a movie that was 20% on uh, Rotten Tomato. Mm-hmm. 20%. Wow. 80% of the critics hated this flick. So clearly... Mm-hmm. Uh, 80% of the critics, top critics, whatever, on Rotten Tomato hated this fucking film. Mm. But actually, when I examined Rotten Tomato, they didn't really, the ones that they, that, that, uh, with the 80% that, that didn't like it, didn't hate it. They were just, the majority of them, from what I read, were lukewarm about it. Mm-hmm. I think the movie is a little disjointed and I think it, it doesn't uh, flow as well as it should for a film directed by Danny Boyle starring Leonardo DiCaprio. What did, did you think, have you watched it? Did you watch it this week? Did you watch it recently? I did. I did. I tell, me what, it. tell me about it. So I've seen this movie a lot of times. Um, it was a movie that I saw when it first came out. I was a young man. I was probably like 20 years old when it came out um, because I, you know, I saw it was a Leo movie. It looked really cool. I remember seeing it in the theater and I remember enjoying it. I remember not thinking it was as good as I thought it was going to be, but I remember thinking it was a, a, a good movie. Um, and really now that we backtrack 20 years and we look at the fact that it's Leonardo DiCaprio and Tilda Swinton, uh, and then uh, Danny Boyle is the director. Those yeah. three alone yes. should ratchet up at least like a 60% on Rotten Tomatoes just for the yes. three of them being there. Um, because we're talking about uh, four years before the beach, uh, uh, Danny Boyle did train spotting, which is wow. fucking awesome. They sure um, did. He won and an then, Oscar for Slumdog Millionaire. For right. And then, of course, he does. Uh, he did 127 hours. He did Steve Jobs. He did, uh, he did 28 days later. Right. Yes, sir. He did. Yeah, he's he's. Uh, a very big time accomplished sunshine uh, director. Uh, sunshine, yes. I like yeah. I like sunshine, not as well received. Sunshine, right. so, yes. So I mean, just just on again, if this was a movie that came out in 2020 with the acumen that those three people have alone, this would be just on paper without even seeing the movie would probably be uh, a, a pretty highly critically acclaimed movie. But uh, back then. Um, Look, I can see why some people might not like it. It is kind of a weird, disjointed story, and there's some bizarre plot holes. But disjointed is a great word. Yeah, it's definitely there's some weird plot holes, and I. Uh, but at the same time, uh, I really dug the story. Like when they were on the beach. Oh my god, I was. I felt like when I first saw that movie, I felt like I was there on the beach. It, it was really. 
you know, I love the dynamic going on. Look, outside of Leo and Tilda, uh, the acting was pretty piss poor. Let's be honest. He had those two yeah. French cunts that he became friends with. <laughs> yep. I don't know if it was, a, it was a, a language barrier, but neither one of them could act. Tilda Swinton's but, uh, like boyfriend or type, whatever. That guy was awful. Um, you know, uh, Leo meets those two idiots that eventually fucked them over. Um, or three was it? There was two guys, two girls and a guy, uh, two guys and a girl that he meets. Two, two guys, and, and he gives them the map, and eventually that fucks them. They, they're terrible too. Yes, the outer portion of this movie is not very good, but the inner portion, the crux, the acting from the leads and the directing, the cinematography, because I thought it was a really beautifully shot movie. I really like this movie. I don't really give a flying fuck what uh, DP's boy Richard Roper thinks about it or. <laughs> Who, uh, I don't know. I don't know why he's your boy. boy. I don't know. He just or Richard Travers from Rolling Stone. Maybe that's Marky's boy. I don't know. Peter but, Travers. Oh, that's his name. Yeah, me, me and PT. Right. Yeah. So. That's how much I give a fuck about these guys. I don't care what they think. Um, I, I think it's a good movie. We talk all the time, guys, about if we're flipping through the channels and a movie comes on, will we watch the rest of it? I will watch the beach every single fucking time it comes on. Okay. Okay. That's every time, every time. But I know DP, I feel like you and me have riffed on this movie in the past, the beach. Yeah. This is one that I I was actually surprised. It didn't have good reviews. I remember seeing this and thinking like, wow, this is like, it, it's well shot. Like the cinematography in this movie is really kind Phenomenal. of beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Like very, beautiful. very pretty shots in this movie. And I thought Leah was great. Like I was shocked to find out that this movie had a low uh, Rotten Tomato score because I thought this was like a, a well done movie. It's not the most exciting movie. Uh, it's not one, you know, that you know, like you're dying to watch again. But like you said, like when it's on, I'm going to fucking watch it. This was a, it's a, good like story, a, a well yeah. done movie. It's a good story. So, yeah. It's, so, it's a nice wrap up ending to, uh, yeah. I yeah. Some of the things I'll say about it on a, 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 you know, a fourth and fifth viewing is, you know, in the last act or so, it kind of bites off more than it can chew a little bit. Like, yeah, I don't know. It, yeah. th- there's a scene where it's sort of Lord of the Flies, where like he sees those guys that um, you know they end up being killed. Some of them when they they had gotten the copy of the map and they show up at the beach. Oh yeah, those those and, people and, are the worst. And, and he's in like they ruin everything. Lord of, Lord of the Flies <laughs> mode where he's like all native and stuff, and he's kind of you know hiding. And there's that whole video game. Uh, interface scene, uh, portion of the whatever, but so on 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 an extra view, I don't know that it's more than the sum of its parts. <laughs> I just don't know that it is. But but I love uh, DiCaprio's performance. I actually love Tilda Swinton in it. I think she's really good. Like I think she does a great job with the role she has to play. And there's a uh, big scene dramatic scene at the end where it's sort of like Russian roulette where they put a bullet in a gun and she has to like yeah you know, kill whatever she has to shoot him uh DiCaprio and I you know I think that's properly tense yeah I think it works pretty well so 
Yeah, AJ, I, I, I will say too, um, I did I did catch a little, a, any movie that's, you know, Civilization on a Beach, you're going to get some Lord of the Flies shit going on, which I definitely know. Of course, happening. of course, right. of course. Yeah, it's, it's, no, it's normal. Um, I will say there's a part where Leo goes kind of crazy when those people show, remember, like, he's kind of on his own. And then like at one point, like he hisses at people, like he's an animal. I was like, okay. Yes, he hisses at, he hisses at this girl and then she gets shot. Right, like, it's totally that it, scene yeah. was like okay. I can get why critics would be like, okay, that's stupid. I didn't like that either, but um, right. I don't know. I just think on the whole, like, I mean, the, for for other movies, like like you know, if Mystic River can pull ninety three percent or whatever the fuck it is, but the beach is like twenty, that's insane. So yeah, uh, absolutely, hundred percent um, insane. Yeah, Marky, have you seen the beach? I have. Yeah, and I, I like it a lot too. I don't. I didn't know it would have that low of a critic score. Um, the 20 percent yeah that's piss poor the beginning and the middle are the best for me you're right it, it does kind of uh go off the rails a little bit towards the end but I, I do like how it circles or you know comes back it straightens out a little bit where um also i want to give a shout out to uh robert carlisle the guy yes, that, I was that originally gives, that up. Uh, he's hardly he, in it but he's gonna be he amazing in that small role isn't he yeah um so and then it's the danny boyle film and and train spotting and robert kyle was in he was fucking fantastic yeah. and train spotting that's yeah. a, that's the role that made robert carlisle i think um but in that's the, another danny boyle, boyle film yeah yes and then in um the beach though uh you know it goes off the rails a little bit towards the end but i feel like uh danny boyle is able to, or whoever is responsible for bringing it back on track uh, you guys were mentioning that uh, that that climatic scene with Tilda Swinton. Yes, she's she's like the leader of this commune, and then uh, these uh, rebel soldiers give her a weapon and tell her to shoot Leonardo DiCaprio with her not knowing that it's an unloaded gun. So she pulls the trigger, it goes click, and then everyone on the island's like, "Whoa, fuck you, bitch!" And then like yeah. that's that's like mm-hmm. that's the point where everyone on the island's like, "You know what?" this place isn't that cool anyways. Like, let's get the fuck out of here. So like it's, it makes that place out to be paradise. And then you see it's, uh, it's rise and fall essentially this little, this little civilization. They portray it as paradise from the perspective of DiCaprio and his two buddies when they get to the Island and then they jump off the, uh, the cliff on the waterfall and they land the water and like, it's paradise. It's paradise. Yeah. Yeah. And then DiCaprio has to stab that shark, like, but he becomes a hero in some scenario. And like, it it just becomes this paradise for them. Yeah. But it's not all that it seems to be. Well, it it falls apart like any of those type of like civilization movies. It falls apart because of the human element and jealousy and greed and everything like that. And there was a lot of themes like that in the the movie. They played, they played it in a way that wasn't, I, I think conventional, but they, I don't know. Some of it worked, and and I I like the movie. Yeah. Hey guys, can I say one thing too? Because a few of us have already brought up the cinematography. This is something I thought was kind of kind of uh, interesting about it. Was the guy who did the cinematography? His name was Darius Konji, K H O N D J I. He also did the cinematography for Seven. Hmm. Oh, could the cinematography okay. be wow. any different in these two movies? Right? Like, really bright, yeah, and really dark. Yeah, I mean, like yeah, it was just yeah. like, very light, 
What a fucking and very um big reach from this guy. That was yeah. that's impressive. So yeah, 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 yeah. So I, I don't think, know. Yeah, and I don't know that seven had to edit, like as many wide views like mm-hmm. that. Like the uh, right. I don't know. I don't know cinematography, but I think it's it's a different assignment. Like I, I don't think. Yeah, yeah that's it was, crazy. It was interesting. So. um what else, AJ? Do you guys you, you guys want to expand on this more, or do you want to we want to go to rankings for this, or do you have anything else to say? I I, I think we can move on. It, it's a little bit disjointed, but I do love DiCaprio's performance. I think the direction was solid. Mm-hmm. I just not the sum of its parts that it wants to be. Here's a question though: Would, would you if, if if just you just met a random stranger on the street tomorrow and they were like, "Hey, should sure. I watch the beach?" What would you say? Would you say yes or no? I would say yeah. Okay. I would say okay. yeah. All right. Yeah, it's it's unique enough to where I feel like people. Should I would watch say it. yeah. I would recommend it. Yeah, it borrows themes definitely from a lot of other movies and stories. Yeah. Yeah, it's not it's not weak. It's not mailing it in. It's not a a piece of shit. I think it's and Danny Boyle directed it. I would I would recommend it. Sure. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, and uh, you know, again, what. what kind of one of the things I like about it and when I'm watching it, what I like, you know, you guys were mentioning Paradise. I kind of felt like, right, when they jumped down that waterfall, like, I kind of felt like I was in, I was in on, like, I was in for the ride, you know, like, like yeah. we're all going to fucking Paradise right. together. Right. It really, it really drew you in. I think that had a lot to do with the cinematography and how beautiful things were and the idea of going to a beach where it was just no fucking rules. You get away from everybody. Your life sucks uh, in reality and you get away from the whole thing. You go off the grid. I think yeah. all of us at some point, God damn it, especially this year, have wished that we could go off the fucking grid for a few months and yeah. not worry about anything. Yeah. I, think, I think that's part of the reason, like I said, I would definitely I tune into this movie anytime I see it's on because I like going on that ride, even though it ends pretty shitty. Sure. We think sure. About it, the ending, the end of, of what happens to the beach is pretty fucking lousy. Uh, but but they, I mean, it's worth th- the ride. But I tell you, they they don't spend a lot of time uh, parsing over, you know, Leonardo DiCaprio's characters like backstory or anything. Right. They just thrust you into this, right. right? And that and that's fine by me. That's yeah, fine and, by and, uh, me. Marky, remind me too that Robert Carlyle does doesn't he kill himself before they leave? He slits his wrist. Yeah, right before yeah. they. Yeah, because he, yeah. he's the one that gives him the map him and tells him about it, and then, then yeah, he killed himself. Yeah. Right. So, and then um, he has ends up having like uh, a, that hallucination scene where yeah, uh, his, yes, his ghost is yes. talking to him. Yeah, the hallucination thing is something Danny Boyle does all the time. He did it in Train Spotting. He did 127 hours. Uh, he loves that hallucination shit. I mean, it, it's something he brings back. He goes to the well he, with, but I think he, he does, does it really well. Sure, he plays off it a lot. He totally does. I mean, if you remember in 127 hours when James Franco's got his fucking arm stuck and like he eventually yes. starts to go insane. But it makes sense you know? to do it there, right? Like, yeah. it oh, makes yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it makes sense in train spotting with like uh, it the totally hair, does the heroin yeah. withdrawal. Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, that that is uh, from what but, I've but heard. It, I mean, it's the worst withdrawal you can sure, uh, yeah. go through. But the, other than but like Adavan, I mean, but a creator like that is going to lean on, you know, that sort of stuff, like the things right. he does well, and right, uh, yeah, yeah, 
the stories he's trying to tell and the, the worlds he's creating. Yeah. But that's what I mean. That's one of the things I liked is like now that we know, I mean, we didn't know that much. I had seen train spotting, I would assume before I saw the beach, but um, now that I know more about Danny Boyle, now I, now when I watch it back 20 years later, I'm like, Oh, I can totally see this as a Danny Boyle. Look at, movie, look right? at, look at Slumdog Millionaire. Yeah. Right. 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 I mean, there's, it's there's like a the lot of similar. Exa- it's like a right. perfect Danny Boyle film, that right. film. Right. That's why it won Oscars. It was the perfect Danny Boyle film. It really was. So, um, absolutely perfect. So we've all I seen it. I think yeah. that kind of carries over to, uh, you know, the movie that I picked as the one I love that, you know, critics hated. And I think now because of the success James Gunn has had. Mm-hmm. I think Super would be looked at differently. Yeah, DP, well. let's yeah, yeah, let's, okay. let's do let's do Super next. Uh, let's do it quick because we've all seen this movie. AJ, to this day, 2020, 20 years later, what do you give The Beach on a five star scale? Damn, it's hard. It's hard. I like The Beach, and I respect The Beach, and I love Danny Boyle, and I love Leonardo DiCaprio. Three point two, three point five. Okay, okay, DP. You can yeah, I'm right around a three as well. So again, like uh, uh, Rotten Tomatoes wise, this would be fresh in my book. So yeah. The, okay. The, the right. Spot. Yeah. Still is my book. Mark, so if we go right, if we're going out of five, it's good. Three out of yeah. three out of five makes it fresh. Right. Yeah, Marky, exactly. what, what do you think? Yeah. Uh, I do like. Uh, I I do a th- uh, three and a quarter. I, I, it's a fun movie. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm with AJ. I'm with AJ. Uh, I'm at a 3.5 just because, like I said, you know, any movie that I will stop and watch the rest of when I go to, yeah. I think at least a three and a half. So that's, I that's mean, I mean, that doesn't, doesn't that matter? It, it that does. Matters. It, matter, it matters it, to me. That matters. Yeah, because yeah. I don't do shit. My loser ass sits around watching fucking movies all day long. So when I'm <laughs> flipping through the movie channels, that's sure. something I'm going to watch. That means a lot to me. So, uh, yeah, no, that's, it's really important. So, um, all right. Uh, so we'll move on to our next movie now. DP, you had just mentioned uh, the movie that, that you had, you had uh, picked out. So let, let's move on to that. Yeah, it's a good. It's that's a good uh, a good transition there because yeah, this is a James Gunn uh, directed. Did he did he write this movie as well? Yeah, written and directed by James yeah. Gunn. So uh, what, yeah, movie. What, yeah. yeah, it's called Super. Uh, stars Rain Wilson. Uh, Ellen Page, Liv Tyler, Kevin Bacon. Um, again, this is one of those movies that it, it kind of it came out before everyone really knew who James Gunn was, but it's got some kind of comic book hero elements as well as uh, this kind of commentary on mental illness. And it's what I love about this movie is it kind of mashes together different things. Like I said, like at first it kind of feels like a fun, goofy movie. And then it gets really, really fucking dark. <laughs> and like, and for me at least in a very interesting way. And I think uh, like Rain Wilson's performance was awesome. Like he, you know, he plays this guy who's uh, his wife 
was like a, a former drug addict. And now, like after being married to her for a little while, she falls back into drugs. And he feels that the person she's with is, uh, you know, manipulating her. So he becomes this like sort of superhero and goes around and starts, you know, trying to fight crime as a, uh, you know, this, this hero, the, was it the Crimson Bolt? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the Crimson Bolt. And he goes around fighting crime. And it is, uh, there's some scenes that are just, uh, like the way, at least for me, like uh, the way people think, like, you know, he's standing in line at, the, at a movie theater and someone cuts in line. <laughs> so he goes and puts on a superhero costume and, bust the guy's skull open with a wrench. <laughs> so, uh, like, to me, yeah, I get it. Yeah, it's but. fucking wild. It's very satisfying. <laughs> oh, my God. Everyone's wanted to do that at some point. Right. So, um, but, yeah, this movie, like, it takes a really fucking dark turn a uh, little more than halfway through. And the, uh, you know, the shit that goes down between uh, he and Alan Page, who's, uh, you know, plays this kind of, again, another person with some serious mental issues that he meets along the way. Mm-hmm. And she becomes, she wants to be his sidekick, uh, Bolty. Mm-hmm. So, and just the shit that goes down between them is, you know, kind of disturbing and interesting all at the same time. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I, like, I loved this movie. I thought it was uh, like a very well-told story. Uh, kind of, uh, not to sound too douchey, but, you know, like an important story to tell about mental illness and the effects, uh, the way it affects dif- different people differently, but it's still the same mental illness that talks with people. So, um, like I know Marky, I, I kind of picked Marky to watch this movie, yeah. although he had already seen it. So, but Mark, I know talking to Marky, he said he loves this movie. So, Marky, I want to hear, uh, give me your breakdown. I, yeah, yeah, I loved it. I, I want to hear it. Me too. I, I absolutely thinks. love this movie. You know, and uh, I had slept on this movie for a long time, right? And uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, to me, I feel like it came out around the same time as that movie Kick Ass. Yes, or maybe maybe a little bit after. Yeah, it was right, right around Kick Ass yeah. and kind of Kick Ass overshadowed overshadowed this movie. So I remember yeah. I watched I watched Kick Ass about you know close to when it came out, and then uh, Super came out, and I didn't fully understand what the movie was about from from watching the trailer. So mm-hmm. I didn't give it a chance. I slept on it. I left it alone until more recently when Sam, my wife, was like you haven't seen super you've got to watch that and i was like really i, I don't know i didn't like kick ass and she's like it's nothing like kick ass yeah so <laughs> watched it and 100 this movie is fantastic it's got so much more of a powerful story and it comes off near the beginning to the middle as uh kind of like fun not campy not campy but like uh almost hokey like you know, yeah. you know, Rain Wilson like, from the office. Can't be adjacent, you know. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's very just goofy. about can't be. Yeah. Hey, Marky, the word I kept I kept saying as I was watching the movie was awkward. 
Yes. So it was awkward. So Rain Wilson from The Office is a very awkward looking person and he plays that awkward character very well. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's where he is in this movie. Also about Rain Wilson, I will never be able to look at him the same way. He did such a good job in this movie. He is not the... Right. uh, He's not like a one-sided actor. He is crushing Mm -hmm. it. Um, So it is this goofy, awkward rain wilson character homemade costume pretending to be a superhero hiding behind dumpsters with a wrench but then you know uh his girlfriend Liv tyler the people that she's mixed up with kevin bacon and uh the mm-hmm. dude from um uh guardians of the galaxy what's his name again crook uh, no, michael Rook, rooker, rooker. michael rooker yeah i love that that's the thing that's very oh, james rooker. gundy uh michael rooker's in it sean gunn is in it like yeah sean all... gunn you're right yeah. So all the people that we love now from Guardians of the Galaxy were, you know, all in this. And yeah. And the, uh, it's like Gunn's pe- favorite people to hang out with, um, yeah, or sure. ones that at least he gets along with on a movie set. Um, but so this goofy, and you, you were talking about the mental illness too. So, mm-hmm. like, they're, they're very, like, um, they don't understand, like, what they're into or what, what's, what's, uh, they think they know what's going on, but these people that they're they trying to f- fight this crime are very serious people, drug yeah. dealers, drug runners, like murderers, you know, and I like the balance in the movie where you see Michael Rooker and Kevin Bacon and them. And they're like always kind of poking fun at Rain Wilson and Ellen Page because they're like, are you fucking kidding me? Like these people are a joke. It's like they don't know what to make of them. Like yeah, exactly. just like, what? yeah, yeah. These outsiders, and then but yeah. they these outsiders end up uh, yeah throwing fucking and, bombs and blowing them up. Yeah, <laughs> end up fucking killing them, bashing yeah. Rooker's head in in the fireplace. Yeah, <laughs> and stabbing yeah. Kevin oh. Bacon to death. That that final dude, scene, dude. That, that fireplace scene yeah. was fucking disturbing. Like mm-hmm. Rooker, yeah, it Rooker getting chills. his brains bashed out, and then yeah. Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon, he calls um, he calls uh, uh, Rain Wilson crazy at the end. He's like, "You're fucking crazy." He's like, yeah. "You don't cut in line. You don't sell drugs. <laughs> yeah. You oh. don't murder people." And he just starts yeah. stabbing him. You're like, "Holy fucking hell!" So yeah. I mean, it's yeah, he's very disturbed. At the same time, like you're rooting for him because he Kevin Bacon is a terrible guy. But in his perspective, like he's also seeing somebody that's like totally unhinged that just like ran at him and is stabbing him to death. So it's it's very uh, it's not a normal movie, but it's very good. I love it. Hands down. Yeah. So, yeah, like I said, so well done. And uh, the just kind of the portrayal of mental illness, whereas. uh, uh, like Rain Wilson's character kind of manifests it more in that like uh, virtuous, godly-like way, and then uh, Ellen Page's character kind of manifests it more in that like boisterous, crazy way. But they're both kind of the same bit of crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They they just manifest it differently. Yeah. You know. DP, can I dive in on this? Because oh, uh, please do, yeah. I, I I watched it a couple nights ago, and I've mentioned this to you guys before that I like to watch a movie and then like sleep on it, and then really really think about it afterwards, really to let it kind of marinate. 
And what I thought about this movie was the vast majority of it, I enjoyed. It was like it was like a fun, you know, not a fun story. It was really sad, honestly. You know, you got yeah. Rain but it started hard. off. They're, fun. They're all, yeah. thought it they're, was going to be a yeah. fun story. Right. But there and, are a lot of yeah. fun parts in it. Yeah, I yeah. mean, anytime he smashed someone with a fucking wrench, I almost pissed myself laughing. <laughs> yeah, like, it was just great. ridiculous. And just Rain, like, Rain Wilson also just has that uh, hilariously goofy face. Yeah, where, and you know it, when he he makes he's wearing the mask and he's got this weird smile on. Yeah. Yeah. Only he can do that. Well, you know, and the thing for me was like, like I said, I was enjoying the story, you know, like it was sad and I felt bad for the guy, but I liked what he was doing. And there were some really, really fun scenes. I also kind of liked this idea that to be a superhero, you don't really need superpowers. You just need a costume, a wrench and a mental disorder. You know, like I, I liked, I liked yeah. that idea. Like it was fucking wild. Um, so it pretty like, much sums up Batman, doesn't it? Right. So like 90% of the movie, Whoa. I was like, I was like, oh, this is really, this is really fun. Not really fun. Again, it's hard to explain. It was awkward and weird, but I was into the story a lot. And uh, Ellen Page, yes. I like, you know, she was somewhat normal until she became bolty and then she went fucking insane. Oh, and of course, got off her the deep end. So and, and I know, and by the way, just side note. I know she Ellen Page is into the ladies, but she can get it. All right, first of all, <laughs> let me just make sure we get that out of the way. But Marky brought it up. The end of that movie, the last 15 minutes of that movie, when he's got, first of all, when he's got Kevin Bacon up against the wall there and then he does that, the rules were set a long time ago. They don't change. First of all, I loved that message. Secondly, I was yeah. like, holy fuck, Rayan Wilson can really act. Like, yeah. holy shit. Yeah. Uh, Dude, I, very that powerful. scene... I probably rewound like five or six times and watched again. Mm -hmm. And in the last few days, watched it on YouTube, like another dozen times. Like I was, I was super captivated in that scene because he finally, if you guys notice, he only finally goes completely ballistic when Bolty gets killed. That's yes. when suddenly he turns into this fucking killing machine. He is holding yeah. back a little bit. Completely and then he just himself. goes that cathartic moment where he just screams at Kevin Bacon. And then he's like, well, you're going to, if you kill me, I got to change the world. He's like, I won't know unless I try and then he fucking stabs him to death <laughs> and then and then it, the whole thing turns out that this wasn't about him getting his wife back it was about him saving her so she could go marry a guy and give birth to these four healthy children Beautiful who could scene. change yeah. the world yeah. like yeah. I mean that the last 15 minutes of that movie blow my fucking mind so after sitting there for uh, an hour and a half going oh this is fun I like this story this is a good time and then at the end going holy fuck that, that just spun me for such a loop I think that's right. such a testament to James Gunn's writing. And mm -hmm. I think, uh, and Ray, uh, Ray Wilson's performance is so unbelievably under the radar. I was so blown away with how good he was. I, I really, really enjoyed this movie. Once I had some time to really sit there and dissect it all. It's really fucking brilliant yeah. when you think about it. Yeah. It, it is one of those movies you got to sit with too. Cause mm -hmm. like, like I said, so much happens. It, like at the beginning of the movie, you think it's kind of this fun, goofy movie. And yeah, by the end, you realize, no, this isn't fun and goofy. This is like some shit. <laughs> and like it's I dark. said, like this is 49% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. And I yeah. think the the uh, audience was only like 50, 56. 56. So, yeah. yeah. 
Whereas I think, you know, the, the beach was 20 and I think about the audience rating was about 56 as well. That actually might've been a little higher, but uh, yeah. e- either way. Um, yeah. I- I'm surprised. Cause I fucking love, I-, I can understand why people, again, I, with these type of movies, I understand why some people don't like them, but yeah, man, like the message in this movie for me was so motherfucking deep. It really hit me hard. It really yeah. did. And uh, like, I, I, I've been like uh, wa- watching different scenes in uh, throughout the movie, like on YouTube throughout the week. It's just like that movie is um, it's one of those movies that you can just take it for what it's worth, what you see on the screen. But when you really want to break it down and think about it, it can really, it can really get under your skin. It did for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, and one thing that I, you know, I keep going back to that, uh, that Kevin Bacon, Rain Wilson scene at the end, the, the conclusion Wild. that speech he has. And, but to, to that that whole climax, the ending of the film, where they do the raid on the house, and Bolte mm-hmm. Ellen Page gets killed. Mm-hmm. Like they 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 start the raid, and then Ellen Page gets killed immediately, right out the gate. Yeah. And like you said, that's uh, when Rain Wilson's like, "Oh fuck, this is for realsies." He goes insane. And then, yeah. but he still, it's a house full of seasoned, hardened criminals. And he beats all of them and then ends up uh, and then that speech that he gives at the end, he's oh. he's his, his conviction and his delivery. is just oh. like I was saying, Rain Wilson is not the simpleton sitcom actor that I thought he was from the office. He, he crushed it. Marky, he was so dedicated to that moment, too, because he like oh. he, it was that moment where he finally everything that he'd been trying to explain for weeks he's like, you don't butt in line. You yeah. don't molest children like he was like yeah. he was so like. He was so like, uh, like I said, his conviction was so strong, like because yeah. he had very he was strong. Like he felt vindicated, almost. Yeah, and he had very moment. strong Christian like, beliefs, and and it was just yeah. like, it just blew his mind that Kevin Bacon didn't feel the way that he did. He's like, you don't profit off others' misery. What the fuck are you oh my missing? God. That yeah. fucked with me. Oh my god, Drew, are you watching TV? What? Hey, well, Drew, did you did you, you watch Super, AJ? I have not seen Super. Okay. No? All right. All right. So uh before we move on, on your list. I, I'm gonna move on to uh to mine. But before we do, um Marky and DP, um if you don't have anything, do you have anything else on Super? If not, let's do the ratings. Um did I kind of spaced out there for a little bit, but did you guys uh bring up uh Nathan Fillion? What? Uh, the the, the actor and uh super he's he plays the uh, like he plays like the christian superhero yeah the, the the like the oh whatever. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah 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 i just wanted to give <laughs> yeah. him a shout out i don't know if you yeah. guys mentioned him i was taking notes there for yeah. a second yeah see that was the thing like uh, that was another part of the movie that like uh so rain wilson would have these kind of like uh you know images in his in his head of shit that mm-hmm. it you know, was playing out on the screen, but didn't really happen. And it was to the point, like, at the end, when Bolte died, my first thought was like, okay, she's not really dead. This is just one of those things that's going on in his head. And it didn't take long before I'm like, oh my God, she really is dead. Yeah, Yeah. shot in the fucking face. But yeah, that was was horrible. But we do have to say, guys, any of those like superhero or action movies, when somebody is like super overconfident and cocky, they almost always die. Right. Um, and so that that didn't it didn't stun me, but it, it sucked. 
Um, and then at the very end of the movie, when he's sitting there and he's all the drawings and he's got the cards from the kids, and then he looks up at the picture of Bolty and you see just a tear coming down his face. It was kind of like, shit, I don't know if he was really in love with her or he just felt like uh, she, she was had a, like, quite the yeah, effect on him. Yeah, but it was him. heartbreaking. Uh, I, the ending, as much as I loved the ending, it was super fucking heartbreaking, too. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, but the, I, I, and, I yeah, was... he did all that and still ended up kind of in the same spot he was when sure. he started, you know? yeah, it because it, it wasn't it was about him, him getting her back, apparently, yeah. you know, it just it was hard, but and the, the movie also had like, uh, like the first time I watched it, I had no, I did not know what to expect. It was such a roller coaster from where I thought it was like, oh, shit, Rain Wilson, he's funny, and it was goofy camp, you know, uh, hokey funny for a fair amount of time and then it got uh strange and then it got yeah. serious and then it yeah. got hyper violent and then it got really dark and then it got very fucking sad and then it came around and like yeah. made me feel better i was like what the hell like this movie is so much more than i thought it was gonna be this movie honestly we could have dedicated a whole episode to but unfortunately we yeah. need to we need to shut it down now we, we can mm. talk about it more later but uh before we do marky do you got a, you know, this was DP's pick for you. Can you, you have rating? a five-star rating for it? Yeah, man. It's going to be high for me at four and a half. Easy. Wow. Jesus, DP. Yeah, I love this movie. This is uh, actually four and a quarter for me. Yeah, yeah. I'm right there with you because uh, honestly, up until the last 15 minutes of the movie, I probably would have given it like three and a half, three and three quarters, somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. But the way they wrap that last 15 minutes, the way they wrap the ending into everything, it was really fucking brilliant. It it's really such was a complete movie. Yeah. And like, like I said, if I'm thinking I watched this movie Tuesday night, it's Friday right now. It's still fucking with my head. That means yeah. a lot. That means it, it's a really, a really great mm-hmm. movie with, with a, with a really, with a really deep plot. So uh, I give it four and a quarter. I think it's really fucking brilliant. Yeah, I think, I think people who, who, I think the critics who rating it where it was is fucking asinine. I think the problem is, is that they probably tried to match it up with other superhero movies. And yeah, it's yeah. not, Especially it's like not time with kick ass. It's not a superhero out. movie. Yep. It's not, it's really when yeah. you break it down, it's not a superhero movie. No, well, it's a think- movie. It's a movie about loss and mental illness. I mean, and, and, yes. and, and to, to, but it's, it's in the guise of a, of a superhero movie, but it's really not. So you can't match it up with those things and try you know, try to compare them. It doesn't make sense. So mm-hmm. um, if you see it for, for what it's worth, I think a lot of people would have thought it was a better movie. I don't know. And before we leave that one, um, I think part of what hurt it was the, uh, I mean, the critic, it shouldn't have hurt the critics review, but for me, the uh, the way they marketed that movie, and I've actually got quite a bit to say about that when it comes to the movie that I chose for tonight. But like I said, I feel like they were the trailer. I didn't get what it was about, not nearly what the movie actually has. Right. Of course, I don't know right. how you would cram that into a trailer, but That's at the same hard. time, the, the trailer hard. made it seem like it was kind of a goofy, fun movie. Yes. Well, the movie's a slow yeah. burn, man. It, yeah, you know, yeah. It's so much more than that. Yeah. All right, so uh, well. I'm going to take over now. It's going to be uh, my pick this week. DP again. Great, great pick, by the way. I was really, Thank you. really, Thank you. oh, super. Yes. Oh, God, some God. Hard to hear well, it so low. Well, yeah, we'll talk more sometime because we yeah. can, we can, we'll, we'll get, well, you know what, DP, we'll get dinner one night and we'll, we'll talk about that for like an Let's hour. Do it. It, was really, well, yeah. it was really fucking amazing. Um, but my pick this week for uh, critics hate, but we love is a movie from 2002 starring Christian Bale 
uh, Tay Diggs, Emily Watson. It's called Equilibrium. It's 41% from the critics, uh, 81% from the audience score, which made me feel pretty good. Made me feel uh, like I was like I'm right about this. Um, <laughs> right. So basically, AJ before I, I, I AJ was uh, I paired up with him this week for for this movie. He hadn't seen it. He did watch it this week. Thank you, AJ. Um, let me just do a very very quick synopsis of the movie. Um, and then uh, I'll, I'll kick it over to AJ to see how he felt about it. Basically, um, this movie is set in post-World War III in a post-World War III civilization called Libria. Uh, and it, it's uh, Christian Bale plays a cleric, which is basically a uh, police officer, but with ridiculously violent uh, training. And he just, he's just, he's basically a trained killing machine. Now the idea of Libria post-World War III is nobody is supposed to feel anything. The government feels that when people feel things and they have emotions, that's what leads to war. And that's what leads to the earth being basically destroyed. So in this uh, post-World War III world, everyone, uh, they're not allowed to read books uh have poetry see movies listen to music have animals no one is supposed to feel anything that can make them feel good bad sad angry happy anything uh and every day everybody lives in the uh in this community they have to take a pill i forget what the name of it is they take a pill every day to uh basically yeah it makes them uh basically numb they can't feel anything. Now, Christian Bale's job as a cleric is to uh, root out people who are conforming against society, people who don't want to take the medication, people who want to feel things, people who are living kind of off the grid with books and movies and music. And they're basically it's their job to find them and kill them, not even wow. not even medicate them and get them on board. It's just to kill them and then burn all their shit. That's basically his his job. Um, and now basically what ends up happening in the movie is uh, you find out that Christian Bale's wife who has died well, had been somebody who had uh, been executed because of those sins. Um, one day he drops one of his pills that he's supposed to take and he's supposed to go. Anytime you drop a pill, you go to this place and they give you another one and he just never takes it and he starts to feel things. Um and now what ends up happening, what you're left with is this guy who now has feelings, but he's the most dangerous motherfucker in the entire society who is now has feelings. And uh, he he uh, he revolts back and this whole thing plays out. And it's uh, I think it's a great story. Very, very quickly before I give it to you, AJ, I love the message of this movie. Um, I love that it's a very young. We're talking about a 28 year old Christian Bale who's the lead wow. in this. Um, uh, 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 Bean, that guy, Bean, Sean Bean, is in it very briefly yeah. too. Uh, Emily Watson is is well, Tay Diggs sucks, uh, but you know he's you know he's good looking, so he, he's in movies sometimes. Um, but I love I love this feeling. Um, it, it's kind of like this underwriting thing going on where that's what society is always trying to do. They're trying to numb you. They're trying to make you not feel things and not want to be a human uh, because that leads to things like sin in life. Um, 
and they've, they've banned it in this society. So I love what's going on in the movie. And I love like how Christian Bale revolts against it. And I uh, love what it leads to. And the action scenes I think are fucking great too. So um, I love the movie. I think it's fucking wonderful. I was absolutely blown away to see Rotten Tomatoes thought it was 41%. I think that's fucking stupid. Listen, there are some, uh, some cheesy moments in the movie. Yes. Plot holes. Like we've talked about, but I think really at the movie, I think it's, lightly brilliant that's what i think aj what did you think so i actually watched equilibrium today Mm -hmm. and so equilibrium is this is this film that sort of uh embraces this or tries to embrace this 1984 fahrenheit 451 uh, brand new world sort of thing. Yeah, I agree with that. And I don't know. I don't love it. Okay. I think it also embraces this like Matrix combat style thing. And I don't know. It mixes that whole thing up. And I don't know. I'm not a fan of Equilibrium. Because it kind of mishmashes all of that. Well, I, actually, right. one of the things, if you actually look it up on Wikipedia, like uh, that that whole like thing with him, like uh, his style of uh, fighting and shooting, is called gun kata, and it's actually <laughs> just kata, yes. it's just it's it's not real. It's literally was developed for movies, mm-hmm. uh, which I think is kind of cool. But no. AJ, listen, uh, uh, there's a reason. Apparently, there's a reason that a lot of people didn't like this movie. I loved it. If you didn't like it, I'm not going to shit on you. I'm not going to fight with you over it. But um, I, I don't know. I felt, you know, I, I I love the emotions in the movie. I love that point. Remember where he gets the fucking puppy and they and the other guards want to kill the puppy? Oh, yeah. And that's when he goes absolutely ballistic. I love that scene. I just think it's so I think it's so real. I don't know. I loved it. It's been um, a long time since I've seen that movie. Um, and thinking back on it, as you were describing it to me, um, I, I did start to jog my memory. And it's very Orwellian, or it's like a post... What it, I don't know, not post-Orwellian, but yeah, or- Orwellian kind of No, it's universe. Orwellian. It yeah. is. No, you're right. It is. Um, and was matrix 97 did we determine that we've talked about that before yeah so Ma- this, Ma- matrix was pre-equilibrium definitely so equilibrium would have as far as the action scenes in this i feel like it pulled a little bit from no doubt matrix no, no doubt. more no. than a little more than <laughs> yeah. a little but when i, I watched th- this movie I, th- I think i think i rate that movie like sure just- but the, it is unique enough that what did you call it, gun kata or something? Yeah, that's that's what it's called. It's sure. not it's, real. It's just for no. movies. Yeah, and it's it is like a fun like spinning like beep beep, beep. like there's like is that knows. um is, is that anything like Jim Kata, the movie yes. starring Kurt Thomas? <laughs> no one's seen that. Not remember I actually actually. actually. <laughs> It's the worst movie ever. Actually, Family Guy is a spoof of it. It's, 
Uh, well, it wouldn't be a podcast if a marker Dan do do a fucking I don't a, know a family, guy, a family reference. guy reference. Thank we you. We need so. one per episode, baby. Mark, no, but, I got this week. Baby. But Dan, Let's Dan, have you ever seen it. Equilibrium? I have not. Seen okay, it, no, then actually. go go back to sucking dick. All right, I'm talking to Marky right now. All right. So and what? Let me go back. What do you Continue sucking that dick that you just had. <laughs> yeah, in your they, no, Mark. Oh. <laughs> I didn't think Tay Diggs. Uh, Tate Diggs is like just like a handsome staple. Like he's not that yeah. bad. Yeah. He's no, always... but he gets no spoilers. He gets his ass killed eventually. Sure. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what role did Sean Bean Spoiler! play? Was so he Sean, like a Sean Bean was his was Christian Bale's partner, and then another uh, spoiler. And then, um, yeah, it, uh, Tay Diggs was like his. Uh, uh, counterpart or partner at uh he he was uh Sean Bean's replacement because if you remember Sean Bean he uh Christian Bale ends up finding him he's he's one of the I forget they sense sense something I forget what their their crime is called when they when uh-huh. they're sensing and feeling things but he finds out that Sean Bean is one of those uh-huh. and he ends up having to kill him because Sean Bean like slowly goes for his gun like he's trying he basically commits suicide by cops right he doesn't and, give yeah. a shit yeah and uh and Christian Bale kills him and then Tay Diggs Ends up being his replacement partner. Okay, yeah, no, it's it is a wild movie, and that's uh, you said that Emily yes. Watson was in it. Is that like a his kid or something? Yeah, no, Emily Watson was the was the woman they found when they were on a raid. They found her. She was one of the sense whatever again. I forget what it's called. Uh, right, and they, she they, knew Sean Bean. Yeah, she knew Sean Bean. Yeah, and they, they, were they lovers. interrogate they were lovers, her, and that yeah, and then they uh, they ended up putting her to death but uh christian bale's trying to fight for her for a little bit trying to keep her alive right. but they incinerate the shit out of her yeah wait i thought emily watson was uh the girl from harry potter Grr. who's emily watson that, that's emma watson emma yeah watson. emma watson emily watson's older yeah okay obviously you would know if you does saw not add up. I, I think i'm obsessed with dp with dp yeah just because DP, can we get a, can we get a bookmark real quick, please? Yes, we can. I'm just obsessed with DP. <laughs> so yeah, bookmarks for bookmarks. What's up? Where AJ? Where is this going right now? It's going. What is what is going on all of a sudden? What do you mean you're obsessed with DP? What the fuck does this have to do with the podcast? It doesn't. <laughs> what? <laughs> All right, let's. Oh, that's Emily Watson. That's <laughs> <laughs> my favorite moment of all podcasts. <laughs> All right. All right. I don't know what. Okay, what, what what does your obsession with DP have to do with us talking about equilibrium right now? It doesn't. All right, so let's hold off on that then. All right, so yeah, I'm back. DP, let's pick it up. Um, I, I'm gonna move okay. to uh, Marky's pick for the night. What was Marky's pick, gentlemen? Bronco. Well, I'll tell you. <laughs> okay, let, let me let me transition. All right, all right. So real quick. Uh, uh, all right, so I, I'm a little disappointed. Um, 
because uh, this is a movie I love. The critics hate, but AJ hates it too. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> well, I'm, not I'm, upset. I'm not upset. I'm not upset. I I'm just, I'm, I'm just disappointed. I thought you'd like it more. That's all. I didn't say I hated it. I just, I just, I thought you'd love it, but I'm just, so I'm just. W- like, oh, Jesus Christ. Marky, um, <laughs> Marky, you, you, you enjoyed it. You yeah, I did. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't rate it extremely high. I'd put it at a, uh, it's unique enough and it needs to be watched. Like I said, it's, you know, it's got like a heavy Orwellian tone, which I feel like is important. Very Orwellian. Yes. Very Orwellian. It's important for people to see because you don't want society to turn into that gray pilled bullshit. Right. So I'll give it. But Marky, that's, Okay, but Marky, that that's my thing. I, I think yeah. a lot of society is going that way. Like everyone's just fucking medicated these days. I think that's what I think really? that's what the movie was I think that's what the Jesus I think that's what the movie was trying to portray. That over medication is just is is kind of out of control. I agree. And, yeah. and and mm-hmm. what I think it, it was trying to portray was it was trying to mishmash a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> How so? What's bullshit about it? So, I don't think that movie's bullshit. I think that I think there's a lot of true elements. So, so Christian Bale is this guy that is in line with with, with the current totalitarianism bullshit that's going on, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a chief. So cleric. he's yeah. yeah, chief cleric, and he's and he blows people away when he finds people that are actually feeling shit and then they burn the Mona Lisa and whatever, right? Fine. Okay. But once he starts to feel something, like, I don't know, I I guess they, they, I don't know, I'm losing my mind. It's all right. So, uh, you know what I'm trying to say, though? No? Yes. <laughs> it's a mismatch of bullshit, fact, yes. is what you said. <laughs> and so, Marky, uh, Marky went three out of five. This is a four out of five for me. I love Equilibrium. AJ thinks it's a 0.5 out of five. No, I that. did not say uh, 0.5. What, what is it then? 0.6. I did like the pistols, the firearms in that movie are really cool. They're like modified Berettas, they're badass. They're yeah, definitely Berettas. The action scenes were fucking really awesome. So yeah, all right, let's let's transition over. Let's. Uh, I also don't think Christian Bale <laughs> makes a great um, action, action hero in this movie. No, yeah. I mean, I know he's Batman, and, and, and the he's Batman supposed film. To, he's supposed to be medicated though and placated. And, exactly. And that's that's the and, that's the point. Yeah. Right. And even when he st- doesn't take the pills for a couple of days, you can see he's conflicted uh-huh. about like yeah. he's he's kind of coming out of it, but he's still kind of stuck with it. Like, what's just like going off any normal psych medication? Yeah, you know that that that's what I liked about the movie. All right, but let's move on from it. All right, uh, let's move over to Marky. Um, uh, you had DP technically, and what was your yeah. movie? And then. Uh, Give me a quick uh, scenario, uh, synopsis of the movie, yeah. and uh, and then DP, you riff on it. Yeah. Um, so the movie I brought up and asked DP to watch, and hope some of you other guys did too, is called Gentlemen Broncos. And uh, I got this beauty. <laughs> from, a bargain bin. From the bargain bin of Blockbuster, <laughs> previously viewed for $9.99. Um, 
No, and this, uh, real quick before I get into the synopsis, you know, I wanted to talk about the marketing, kind of like about Super, and same thing with Gentleman Broncos, or maybe we should talk about the marketing later, because um, I've got a lot to talk about that and kind of how I feel what happened with this movie. So first, the synopsis, it's, uh, it's done by Jared and Jerusha Hess. I don't know if that's like Jared Hess. It's the same dude that did... Uh, it's like a, a brothers, I think, or brother sister that did uh, Napoleon Dynamite, um, Don Verdine, um, the uh, Nacho Libre, and uh, uh, there's another one that I'm missing, uh, forgetting. But they they specialize in that kind of like awkward, uh, not anti-hero, plain weird comedy, awkward movies. Napoleon Dynamite is the stereotype. Um, and this one is kind of a follow-up to that. And so it's, it's the protagonist is this young kid um, or like late high school age that is a homeschooler and he gets into, he's, uh, he's a, a sci-fi novelist, an amateur sci-fi novelist. And he gets into this writing camp where he gets to meet his, his, his idol, his superhero in this uh sci-fi author world who is played by Jermaine Clement and he ends up getting this story that he wrote stolen by Jermaine Clement who is at a wash-up at this point and so then the rest of the movie is him kind of going through his weird awkward life living with his mom no dad and these friends that are kind of taking advantage of him finding out that Jermaine Clement, this famous author, had stolen his story and plagiarized it. And he's got nothing to go off, but, you know, he's, he's fighting an uphill battle. In the background, as this movie is going on and this kid going through his struggles, people are reading excer excerpts. I've had a little bit of the juice now. Excerpts <laughs> of his, uh, his book that's called... Uh, gentlemen broncos the, the the or yeast lords the bronco yeah, years yeah. and as people are reading it you get kind of like a view into this this world and bronco is the character of his sci-fi novel and it's played by sam rockwell and it's like a very like cheesy 80s sci-fi fun kind of interpretation and then when uh, Jermaine Clement, the guy that rips off his story, when people are reading his, it's like a, a, a twist on it. It's still Sam Rockwell, but the character has been transformed and things have been tweaked. Um, one of the things that, or what my, one of my favorite things about this movie is just the soundtrack. It's got an outstanding soundtrack all the way through it. Um, the awkward humor is something that kind of usually I don't care for, but Jermaine Clement is just a master at it. And this person that plays the protagonist, um, his name, uh, Michael Angarano does super well at it. And he's got mm -hmm. like this guardian angel, like a big brother type of character, dusty. I don't know the actor's name, but that guy is just fucking hilarious. There's his so many good uh, characters. His name's Mike White. Mike he White. Was, uh, <laughs> uh, he was in uh, School of Rock. Okay. And he more yeah. famously, weirdly, was he was a contestant on Survivor. 
No shit. Was he really? <laughs> yeah, he Very made weird. it to like the finals of Survivor. <laughs> this, and this movie also has uh, Hector Jimenez, who is also from Nacho Libre and Napoleon Dynamite. So this, I, I understand this movie is not for everybody. It's that very awkward. Uh, it's like a heavy, heavily homeschooled theme, like a lot of these characters in it. But I was talking to my brother about this movie the other day because he was the one that had uh, uh, watched it before I did. And we kind of like, you know, he brought it in for me. But we grew up in an area, in a neighborhood that had uh, a lot of these homeschooled people. So uh, these characters I can relate to. So this movie, Napoleon Dynamite, is very relatable to me. But this one I find very fun because of the sci-fi, just comedy elements with Jermaine Clement and Sam Rockwell playing this character. I think this movie is fantastic. It got a 19%. (laughs) Rotten Tomatoes critic score. I think I don't I, Mark, I, think I, don't I, think, I don't yeah, I don't think it, it was that high. I feel like it was like 14. Um mm. there's a 44 audience and 19 critic, I think oh, is okay. what I saw. Okay. Um that's what I saw last. But and I think I win tonight as far as the I still got it open here. Yeah, 19 and 44. Um You're right. You're right. Sorry. I, I think I've got the lowest Rotten Tomato critic score. So whatever the uh, award is for that, I'll go ahead and take it. And I've got a couple other notes about yeah, like the, I, I don't know if the that's budget. an award you won. I could have picked the room <laughs> and had a lower one, but the room sucked. But and that wasn't honest. a movie that you liked, was it? DP loves the room, first of all, let's be honest. I truly enjoy Jim and Broncos. I've got it on DVD. I got it from the well, bargain D- bin. DP was your was your pick for this movie, right? DP, did sure. you watch it? Yes, DP, please. What what did you think? All right, so so here's the deal. I I actually like I love Napoleon Dynamite and that kind of awkward humor I do find very funny. But this this movie tried way too hard to be awkward. Like so here's the way I look at it, right? Uh Napoleon Dynamite, the story of the movie was like nothing, you know. It's like, oh, uh, this kid's in school and his friend runs for class president, but nothing else happens, you know? And so the kind of, to make the movie interesting, it was people being weird and awkward and their weird awkwardness was believable. With Gentleman Broncos, they actually had a fun story to tell about this kid who gets his story stolen by his hero and all the awkwardness just seemed very forced and unnecessary and just, I don't know, like, like, so the, you know, the dude who played the, the producer, like, the stupid Actor. face he had going the whole time. Yeah. Like, it, that wasn't funny. I don't know. <laughs> and, and, like, is it, like... Dustin with the he, he always has a snake around his neck. That wasn't funny. I don't know. You know, like Uncle Rico was fucking funny. <laughs> and like Napoleon's brother was fucking funny. Uh, these characters Kip. just yeah, Kip was hilarious. These characters Kip were Dynamite. Like quirky for the sake of being quirky when the movie didn't need it. The movie could have been funny without that shit and 
Like, is it like, uh, but at the same time, I didn't hate it either. Like, I fucking laughed out loud quite a few times watching this movie. There are some hilarious scenes. And like I said, Jermaine Clement was awesome. <laughs> yeah. He was so funny. And it, like, I, I can't say I didn't like this movie, but there's so much of this movie that bothered me. So I kind of can see why someone would get it a bad, give it a bad review. Uh, can I just, I yeah, didn't oh, hate sorry, it. DP. Sorry. Uh, yeah, no, go ahead. Can I jump in real quick? All right. So I do stop threatening me, Marky. I see your fucking knife. I don't know why. Um, so I did. I attempted to watch this movie today. Uh Um, say attempted. Yeah. Uh I got about maybe two thirds of the way through it. And I just, I couldn't go any longer. Um, I will agree with DP that Jermaine Clement, anytime he was on the screen, I was borderline pissing myself laughing. That dude legitimately might be the funniest person on the planet. Like there, he has a claim. He's so funny. He's, yeah. He is ridiculous. Anytime I've ever climbing, seen, I like, I mean, he's insanely funny. And he has such a stu- I know he has such a stupid ass role in this movie. Um, but he played it so well. And there were actually times, especially when, if you guys remember early in the movie when he's doing the workshop. Yes, and he's like with the names. You could almost tell that he was trying to hold in how much he wanted to fucking laugh over how ridiculous that scene Anus. was. Anus. Yeah, Anus. like Anus. I was watching that, and I was like, I was like belly laughing. That was fucking hilarious. Names of yeah. this nature, um, so funny. Yeah, but then here's the thing, guys, and, and Marky, this maybe isn't even a problem with the movie. It's probably a problem with me. I have a problem. Excuse me, God, with movies that. Um, that have like uh, somebody does something or writes something or, or has this accomplishment that someone else takes credit for. And then the whole movie, it's like, Oh, we got to figure out that it wasn't really that person who took credit for it. And the whole time I'm just thinking, maybe it's just I'm impatient, but I'm the whole time I'm thinking, okay, can we just get to the fucking end where they realize that it really wasn't that person. And we just, can we just clear this shit up? So that's what was going on with me. And I really didn't see it through to the end. I didn't even watch the last half an hour because I got too annoyed and frustrated for a lot of also the same <laughs> reasons that DP said. Like, yeah, some of the shit was funny, but yeah, that guy, the director guy, yeah. I don't know. He's Although I thought, I thought I thought Tabitha was really funny. She was super yeah. out there. She was funny, so, but the other guy, like, I don't know. Some of it was funny, and then some of it was just like, okay, it's too much. Like, I just, I'm not, I'm not yeah. getting there. Um, but Marky, I know you well at this point, uh-huh. and I can see why you would like that movie. And uh, I think it's it's nineteen percent is asinine. Uh, I think it should yeah. be. I think it should be higher. Um, but yeah, I just I struggled. I struggled to get through it. It, it just it, it never captivated me. I you know, and I understand this. Uh, I know this movie's not for everybody, um, and I feel like Napoleon Dynamite had a wider acceptance or a wider audience than this one did. And even a point dynamite is not for everybody. Right. Right. Um, but there's aspects of this movie that, so I, you know, I just watched it again tonight and I still was just cracking up, giggling to myself. Yeah. Every time Dusty's on screen, I'm dying. Um, the actress, Jennifer Coolidge, who plays uh, Benjamin's mom. 
yeah. I find hilarious. She's, she's funny. She's a funny girl. She's yeah. great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she's one of the so, highlights of the movie. Just, uh, uh, and also Sam Rockwell's delivery. It's a fantasy world, but he's playing, you know, on one side, he's playing Bronco. And then when he's playing Jermaine's Clement, it's uh, Brutus. And Brutus is a like uh, quite effeminate character. Yeah. And that's uh, just the two Sam Rockwell characters I find hilarious. I just like, I like a lot about this movie. That also just goes to show you that Sam Rockwell does not give a fuck about he's what awesome. movie he picks to do. Or if even he reads, he reads a script. You know, he's one of those dudes that just reads a script. And doesn't give a fuck what his agent says. He just goes, yeah, yeah I'm doing this. <laughs> yeah. He's just one of those dudes. He does not care. This he's one made me good. laugh. I'm in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Like he's, th- he's that good. It doesn't matter what he does. Because he was still great in the movie. Remember yeah. like when he first, like in the, in the beginning, when he first wakes up, he's like, you took my gonads. Like you that took my gonads. <laughs> yeah, it was fucking hilarious. Yeah, that's yeah, what I'm saying. Like, his delivery is so funny. Oh, they're like so good. Yeah. They're like, we, we only took one Bronco. Yeah. You took my nads, Dennis. <laughs> Yeah, no, that honestly, Marky, out, out of the gates, I was enjoying it. And then it, it, it kind of just it just came to a screeching halt for me and I couldn't get further with it. Yeah. So where do you remember where you left off? Uh, yeah, they were uh, filming. It, it was it was when they uh, the Jermaine Clement version, when uh, Sam Rockwell, like you said, became the real like flamboyant version uh-huh. of the character. Um, it was probably right around then I was like, nah, I'm not into this. And then like, it wasn't a cat or a bobcat anymore. It was like a wolf. Yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah no, <laughs> I, 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 it, it, I lost it there. I could, I couldn't. Well, not that I wasn't weird. into it. I was just like, I'd rather scroll through my phone than watch this. But no, sure. that's literally how I felt. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and I wanted to like it more. Cause you know, I respect your, even your out there movies. I respect yeah. them and I like them. Uh, but this one, I, just, I, just, I tried, man, but I just, I couldn't. Yeah, no. And I, I understand, you know, and what DP was saying about how the awkwardness of these characters seemed to be pushed and wasn't as natural as the ones from yeah. the point dynamite. I agree with that. Um, I think uh, the, it's this, it's they're both of them have very awkward characters, but the ones in, Napoleon Dynamite feel more natural, and then the yeah. ones in Gentleman Broncos, they feel like a just a character, an over the top character. But it works for a lot of them, like uh, you know, because Jermaine's always wearing this turquoise and these feathers and shit, and like it just Dude, so I, much of them it kind of makes sense. Can I say I love that uh, Jermaine Clement's character always had the uh, like Bluetooth. The Bluetooth thing on his ear, <laughs> never used but it, never used it. <laughs> On another oh, phone. Shit, that's right. I never thought with that, that on his ear, but on another phone. That's so. I never <laughs> even thought of that. Was one of my that. favorite things. Yeah. That is hilarious. <laughs> shit, I never thought of that. Yeah, and again, going back to the soundtrack of this movie, the soundtrack is outstanding. Yeah. Um, but we can. There's a point. I was watching it last night, and uh, like Nicole was in the other room, and she came out at one point. She's like, "What are you watching that has this song playing?" Like, yeah. I think it was that. Like, the share song, just like Jesse James. Yeah. Yep. Which is actually a great fucking song. Yeah, it you, is. Like, I don't know if you love or hate share, but that's a great fucking song. Sam <laughs> Sam pointed that song out directly tonight. She was like, This yeah. is a good fucking song. I'm like, yeah, it is great too. So All right, boys, yeah, the um, soundtrack was great. There are moments of that movie that were fucking hilarious, but 
on the whole, like I said, just it, it felt yeah. too forced for me. But I didn't hate it either. Like Guys, I, like I'd watch it again. Could I just ask? Could I just ask, could I just ask one quick question? Sure. Really, really quick. Uh, AJ, what did you think of Gentleman Broncos? <laughs> hold on, AJ, guys. Hold on, guys. Ahead. Wait, guys. Wait. Go ahead. Wait. Wait for it. AJ. AJ, did you like Gentleman? But what? Uh, hey, AJ. Uh, okay. okay so yeah, AJ <laughs> didn't see Gentleman Broncos. AJ. Um, AJ you know, definitely uh, indulged in the sacrament tonight. Good for him. Uh, it's been a long week, Marky. Yes. Well, I, I did have some other notes about this movie. You know, do I, I want to kind do of it, come it. back to the uh, the marketing. So you guys both just watched this movie and you said you didn't like it. So this actually might shoot down my theory of uh, mm -hmm. I, I, I looked into this movie and I found out that it had a, uh, an estimated $10 million budget and it returned. Oh. Exactly. It returned worldwide. $118,000. What? <laughs> so when I, when I read that, I yeah, started that's, thinking, that's a great. That's, that's amazing. I started to think this might've been like an insurance scam, this movie, right? because I, I remember uh, hearing about it before it came out. I saw one blip on it. I can't remember where I saw it. Somewhere online, I saw like a very, like, I saw like one trailer for it and it piqued my interest because I was like, I don't know what it, what it was about it, but it, it got me from the beginning. And then I couldn't find anything else about it. I never knew when it was released. I never could find it anywhere. And then my brother was in Afghanistan at the time and somebody had brought it to, uh, was watching it at the base and they just watch a shit ton of movies when they're not doing stuff. Mm -hmm. And he's like, dude, we've got that gentleman Broncos movie here that you were talking about. And so he really liked it. I ended up finding it in the blockbuster bargain bin after, you know, like he was telling me that it's out. Um, so that being said, I feel like there was zero marketing around this movie when it came out. Nobody knows about it. Nobody knew about it when it was coming out. Yet they spent an estimated $10 million to make it and returned literally nothing. Well, Marky, I will say and this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Insurance scam sounds about right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah but Marky, uh, but if you actually look at the other movies tonight, right? Like uh, mm -hmm. Equilibrium, the budget on Equilibrium was twenty million dollars. The box Oof. office, the box office, five point three. That's a, a big. That's a five point three million. That's a big fucking loss. Super, believe it or not, only had a two and a half million dollar budget. That's only what, made. Yeah. Only made five hundred ninety-three thousand dollars in the uh, in the box office. But, wow. So that's that's the beach. What... The beach made money, by the way. Yeah, is probably because it had it, probably because it had Leo. Yeah, Leo. It's more cool. And, yeah, but and, yeah, all... had some real real quick, Mark. Before you go, the uh, beach. The budget was a hundred. Oh, I'm sorry, it was fifty million dollars. Fifteen. Fifty five zero, and the box 50. office was one hundred and forty four. So that actually wow. made money. Wow. Yeah. That's a big budget, yeah. Uh, real quick, Marky, before you go, AJ, what do you think about those box office numbers? About yeah, those, AJ, seriously, AJ, can you? What? How, wait, did you? Oh, okay, okay. Wow, really? Fine. Yeah, that's uh, fine. Our, our, um, I get our agent. Relax, relax. <laughs> All right, we get what you're saying. Just take it down a notch. Okay, cool. So hey, let's give a couple shout outs to some other 
some other. Wait, I've got appreciation. Uh, yeah, hold on, Mark, Marky, real quick, one more yeah. thing, and then we'll do we'll do just a couple minutes, and then we'll bail for the night. Obviously, yeah. it's almost yeah. time to wrap. Clearly, Marky, well, go ahead. Do, do I, just, thing. I just I just wanted I just wanted to point out that uh, you guys have, both you guys have seen Gentleman Broncos and Super, right? Yes. Yeah. So. so on IMDb, Gentleman Broncos shows a $10 million budget where Super has a $2.5 million budget. Yeah. And I, I couldn't, I didn't see how those numbers added up. How I does really Gentleman do Broncos right? have $10 million. Where did they spend the $10 million? Unless, uh, like on Sam that, Rockwell? I mean, or that like, soundtrack, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> on Sam Rockwell. And uh, I mean, there were but, a lot of ridiculous looking but sets. Super, I mean, but Super had uh, Kevin Bacon, Liv yeah. Tyler. Rain Wilson, Ellen Page, Ellen Page, yeah. Um, Michael Rooker oh wasn't God. the biggest draw at the time. Mark, but... Marky, I'm look, I'm looking at it now. Yeah, you're right. Ten million dollar budget, box office one hundred eighteen thousand. Worldwide. Just... <laughs> yes, insurance scam. Clearly. That's an insurance scam. For I think sure. so. <laughs> boys, boys, boys. Before we before we close up, AJ, do, what, what do you have for this? I I think I'm obsessed with DP. What? Oh, okay. Okay. All right. No, yeah. Nothing you know for now. Okay. Nothing for now. Cause... Nothing for now. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. The, okay. Right, so, that's hey. fine. All right. So, Tim, let me give a couple of honorable mentions. Okay. Because, like I said, so one of the things we wanted to go with under 50% on Rotten Tomatoes for this list. And so there are a few that I, I had in mind, and one that was above 50%, which is an absolute crime. Is the movie Step Brothers? Mm. Step Brothers is fifty-five percent on Rotten Tomatoes, and to me, one of the funniest movies I've seen in the past fifteen years. It like, really is right up there at the top one or two funniest movies I've seen, and it's somehow fifty-five percent. That makes no sense. DP, I remember that the the first time I saw that movie and that for, that initial dinner scene. Where you know Dale and the fucking fancy sauce, and then Dale does a if you want to get down on this hair and balls like that scene <laughs> yeah. is legitimately one of the like the funniest five minutes of uh, uh film I've ever seen in my fucking mm-hmm. life. I don't know what critics hated about this movie. I'm not I, I don't have it in me to dive through these reviews and see what they didn't like because I know it'll just be super cunty. You're like, yeah, you know, they didn't really delve into pop oh fuck you like i mean it's funny it's just like a couple of loser dudes who just don't you just that that add in fucking uh i forget the actor's name but he plays the older brother he plays Derek huff uh he's hilarious the dude from parks and rec right richard jenkins is in it who's a fucking academy award nominee I mean that is such a brilliant movie. It, it's really, really fucking awesome. It's it's absurd yeah. that critics didn't like that. Like almost half of them didn't like it. Mm-hmm. And uh, one more, I want to give a shout out to was uh, it was uh, and it, it came out at a time as Chow Yun Fat's first uh, American movie is Antoine Fuqua's kind of first major motion pictures film, The Replacement Killers. Mm. I fucking love this movie. I thought it was, a, especially for its time, action movie-wise, it was awesome. It was kind of very hard-boiled-esque. Uh, 
and I thought it was great. And it's like forty percent of Rotten Tomatoes, so I yeah. don't quite don't quite get where what they're seeing that I'm missing. But I thought it was a great film. It was my second choice for tonight uh, after you know Super, but. Again, maybe it's just me, but I think we're better than Rotten Tomatoes. So, oh, we absolutely yeah. are. So, hashtag better than Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, I will. I will run up with it. Can I just say one real quick? Which I was kind Please. of stunned because uh, I looked this up, and let me just double check this one more time. Um, a movie that I, I legitimately thought was one of the funniest movies I've ever seen in my life. Was called uh, basketball. It's uh, oh yes, uh, oh yeah. I thought you were going to choose Parker, that one for tonight. Matt that one's Stone. fucking great. Yeah, it's it's the creators of South Park. That is forty two percent on Rotten Tomatoes, seventy four percent audience score. It should be 99. that movie is absolutely hysterical. Hilarious. I mean, it's out Hilarious. of control. Funny. Yeah. And then they got like these like small uh, roles with like Jenny McCarthy and Robert Vaughn. And um, you know, uh, you Dude, know, the Jenny of- McCarthy sucking the chrome off a trailer hitch joke. Still, just thinking about it fucking makes me laugh. It is so <laughs> fucking movie funny. Was hilarious. Dude, it came out like 98, 97, 98. I remember I was at college my sophomore year, and I put the I had this brand new roommate named Leon, and we were just kind of getting to know each other. I'm like, hey, dude, let's watch a movie. And I put on basketball. And that scene when they're at the party at the very beginning and they swindle those guys who are like yeah. way better athletes who yes. are like dunking <laughs> and shit like that. But then they like turn it into a game of baseball. Like it was like horse, but it's baseball. Yeah. And he was fucking howling. That dude became one of my best friends. <laughs> like I, I love that movie for that. Uh, so that movie's fucking hysterical. I can't believe anybody really first you get the khakis, like and then you yeah. get the job, and then <laughs> yeah. you get the ladies, <laughs> <laughs> and then they cut to the next scene, and they're just fucking playing the game in their driveway. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. fucking awesome. A movie's hysterical, and I love that it just takes huge shots at the uh, professional sporting industry and how just cunty overpaid athletes are like that movie's Mm. goddamn awesome. That's a ridiculously under, under the radar rating for that movie. It's, it's asinine. I love it. You said it was uh, what? 40 something, 50 something. It was 42% uh, critics, 74% audience, man. That's insane. Yeah. Cause I wonder what, um, if you guys can look up real quick, so I got my phone dedicated to something else. Uh, <laughs> what uh, Team America World Police would be at? Because I guarantee that's a lot higher than forty-two. Oh yeah, that's going to be a hundred. But I feel like oh, it's Team just... America. I, I did look that up because I, I was wondering if that was going to suck. Yeah, that's more like I feel like that's more like in the seventies or eighties with the with the critics. Yeah. It's it's it's. Uh, I guess you know our uh, our sense of humor and stuff. Hold at least mine holds those in higher regard. Because basketball to me is like an 80, 90%, and Team America is like 100%. Love that movie. Yeah. yeah. I've got a couple uh, honorable mentions, if I could throw some out there for Do you. Do it. Do it. Um, and, I, you know, I had a, a little bit of a hard time finding a movie for tonight. And I told you that I found, and I, I started digging through my DVDs, my collection to find something, and then started looking at these on uh, Rotten Tomatoes to see what had the lowest one, Jim and Broncos. And one of them that I was going to pick, but it didn't quite make the mark, was uh, uh, Starship Troopers. 
which actually has oh, a pretty good yeah, yeah but it's got a pretty call, good man it's, but yeah. it's got a pretty good score it's got a 65 percent so yeah. it's got a it's got a pretty good score but what i found when looking up starship troopers were two movies in the uh similar category on rotten tomatoes stargate which i love has a 53 percent and event horizon which i really love has a 28 percent Event Which, Horizon. You know who loves Event Horizon is the Booker Man. Yeah, loves so the that movie. Fishburne's in that, right? Lawrence Fishburne, Sam Neill. movie scared the Great. fuck out of me. That movie it's is terrifying. terrifying. Yes, twenty-eight percent Rotten Tomatoes. So that one uh, shouldn't be that shouldn't be that low. And Stargate's not Stargate's not a great movie, but you know Kurt Russell. That's a fun movie, and it set a lot of uh, trends and. Uh, pop culture and kind of a spawned a, well, spawned a shit ton of stuff tv shows and uh, further b movies 53 mm. percent um it's kind of harsh but you know is what it is so uh what one last thing before we wrap this up just to kind of put a bow on how ridiculous rotten tomatoes is and uh we slightly discussed this last night it, here's all you need to know about Rotten Tomatoes. There is 4% of critics on Rotten Tomatoes that didn't like Goodfellas. Yeah. Goodfellas yeah. is 96% on Rotten Tomatoes. That means there's 4% of critics that watched fucking Goodfellas and said, eh, yeah, that's not that great. I'm just I'm just lukewarm on this fucking film, which is a D- goddamn masterpiece. DP, you so. want to be you want to be enraged even further? Please, yeah. Shawshank Redemption, ninety-one percent. What the fuck is wrong? Nine yeah, percent of critics. Who the didn't fuck are like these Shawshank. people? Seriously, whoever San didn't like Montenegro. that, you know what? Let, let's just see. Hold on, real quick. Let's see <laughs> I hope you remember a, the name. Let's see if <laughs> we can uh, we can take one of these fuckers to task. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Call up the people that gave it a rotten score and call them out. And yeah, PJ Navarro. I don't that. even know who the user. The problem with the film's fabulistic floosiness is that it also asks for investment in the harsh. Okay, I I almost yeah. fell asleep listening PJ to that. That was yeah. You know what? If you didn't like Shawshank, go fuck yourself. Like you're an <laughs> idiot. Like no, you should not be reviewing movies. That should not be your right? job. You should not make a profit. You should not get a paycheck for making movies, like for reviewing movies. If you did not like Shawshank, you are a fucking hack. That's a problem. That's Agreed. a huge problem, Marky. I'd I'd be willing to bet that those guys are disagreeing just to stand out because you're right. in the, no, in you're the right. heart of hearts, they know that it's a, a, a an outstanding movie, and they're you're just right. like, yeah, I'm they're, be a they're, dick. I'm gonna stand yeah. out. Right, it's gonna be like, yeah. oh, I think it sucks, so people will read it. That's fine, yeah. but it, it's just it's nonsense. It's really, and it, and it really it's insulting to people who put months and months of work into a movie and people who splurge millions of dollars into making that movie to entertain people just for you to be a cunt so you can stand out is really just asinine. And you should think about just going and fucking yourself in a corner. Because that's really just, it's, it's really, you should be ashamed of yourself if that's what is, you're doing. Is there a way that, to fuck myself? Seriously, <laughs> after all that work that people do to make a masterpiece like that, and you just want to be a cunt over it, fuck off. Yeah, I'm about really. to look up, yeah. I was going to ask you guys, uh, how do you find the movies on Rotten Tomatoes that are 100%? 
and I want to see what that is. Uh, there's there's a way you can look at you can go to year to year and look up uh, uh-huh. like um, you know tomato meter by year, and it'll give you the best uh-huh. movies by year. I have a running tally on 2020. That's actually going to be an episode we do at some point. Just saying. Gotcha. All right, so guys, let's wrap for tonight. Obviously, yeah, because you know we've we've tonight, de- we've clearly derailed. Uh, yeah. We've we've <laughs> lost 25 percent of the panel uh about an hour ago and um (laughs) so let's call for the evening uh guys next week next week round two of badness madness we oh yeah we got the comedy and the uh actually real quick before before we go i want to actually on the air i want to ask you guys so we have comedy and then we have uh the biographical slash period pieces uh brackets do you think we should do the serious one first, then the comedy last, uh, because we'll be you know drunker when we do the comedy part? That sounds that's fun. Good. Yeah, that sounds okay, fun to me. So we do the yeah. serious part to start and the comedy at the end. Yeah, that's a Perfect. great idea. So that will be next week. That will round out. Uh, once we do that, that will round out the round of thirty-two. Then we'll have uh, a week uh, next week that. Um, uh, oh, actually, the week afterwards, AJ, it'll be your topic. Do you want to tell AJ? You got any uh, thoughts? Wanna, what, hey, AJ, uh, do you want to? What are you going to come What? Uh, I, I think I'm obsessed with DP. Okay. AJ? Anyways, um, so it'll be uh, it'll be badness, madness uh, around uh, the the second half of round one. Then it'll be AJ. It'll be back to badness, madness. It'll be great. So uh, we got a call for tonight, guys. Great job tonight uh i really guys and in all honesty i gotta thank uh dp for bringing super into my life because that really fucked is that the first time you've seen that yeah big time oh man such a good movie great uh, it's it's relatively new for me too yeah dp dp we'll uh one day we'll buy a bottle of scotch and two glasses we'll sit down and we'll talk about that for a while and then we'll 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 zoom in marky i was gonna say i'd love to be in that yeah uh because i that movie really has got me it's got me fucked in the head right now. I'm still messed up over it. So um, we'll do it sometime. Great job this week. Back to Badness Madness next week when we're doing season two, episode three. This is a wrap on season two, episode two. Guys, thanks to anybody who's listening tonight. Thank you so much. And we will see you next week. Good night. DP, uh, throw, oh. uh, throw out some uh, shout outs. Oh, yeah. Before we say good night. Yeah, okay. one last time. Hey, uh, hit us up social media at Movie Council Pod. Send us an email. Uh, MovieConsolePod at gmail.com. If you listen to us on iTunes, please rate, review the show, give us five stars. It totally helps. We so appreciate it. If you write us a review, we'll read it on air. Please help us, uh, hook us up, and uh, we'll, we'll read it. And I will say, before AJ uh, passed out tonight, he had a very, very good point about uh, um people joining the council we are taking applications right now guys you want to get on the council that is your first step of maybe getting on the podcast is getting oh yeah i know some people who are already interested uh if you got if you are interested in joining the movie council send me your movie resume and by movie resume i mean like your top 10 favorite movies yeah things you hate, things you love. Tell me what you think about movies. Maybe we'll put you on the council. And then uh, if you get on, maybe you'll get on the podcast and have worldwide acclaim like the four yes. of us have. So Yeah, uh, you'd be huge thing. in China. Yeah, they yeah. love us. They love us. So, okay. All dick pics go to AJ. Yes, <laughs> you're right, exactly now. All right, am I, am I clear now? Am I clear now to wrap?
I think we're clear to All wrap, right, boys. boys. Thank you again for tonight. Right. Really, really great job. Love you guys. Good night. All right. All right. Good night. Love you, Mom. I, I think I'm obsessed with DP. The movie council is adjourned. <laughs> <laughs>